الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن ولاه. Just a, a small announcement, mini announcement before I say something about Surah Yasin. Uh, yesterday after the prayer when I left, I noticed that there was some waste of food. So let's not bury the people that fast during the day and waste in the evening. So just be mindful. Uh, you know, no one has ever, that I know has ever died from Ramadan. Okay, people die from a lot of things. No one's died from Ramadan. So inshallah, is enough food, and you know, it's going to come. So just be mindful when you're at the mosque, when you're at home. You know, so take as much as you know, not as much as you wish you could eat, as much as you physically can eat, and you know, maybe you, you can have some more after that. But just try not to be wasteful, inshallah. Uh, having that said that, also just because tonight is an even night, it doesn't mean that it's like a throwaway night. It could be Laylatul Qadr. Okay? So also don't be the, the odd night Muslim, where you're only concerned about the odd nights. You know, it could be Laylatul Qadr too. And as a matter of fact, uh, you know, most of the ulama, they say that we don't know, well, all of the ulama, they say we don't know exactly what Laylatul Qadr is. But because of the hadith, we think it's in the last ten nights and in the last odd nights. And everyone agreed until uh, Shaykh al-Akbar ibn Arabi came along and he said, actually, I've observed Laylatul Qadr to fall outside of Ramadan. Right? <laughs> and that's why some of the Sufi poets, they say, every night for the people of Allah is Laylatul Qadr. Because, you know, they, they stay up every single night. I'm not saying you have to do that, but let us not you know, throw away the, the even nights, okay? So this is Surah Yasin. We just completed it. It's also known for many of us as the exam surah, right? The surah that we read during exams. And this is actually very good segue for uh, from what we said yesterday, because there are so many hadith about Surah Yasin, and most of the hadith about Surah Yasin are weak hadith. And that's exactly what I was trying to say yesterday. You know, that the Yaseen is the heart of the Qur'an, that Yaseen is for what you read it for, that you read Yaseen for the dead, that you read Yaseen when there's difficulty. Most of these hadith are daif, and some of them are even forged. But, but they encourage us to read Surah Yaseen. So everybody reads, so I, I read Surah Yaseen. Right? When, when there's a big occasion, when there's a difficulty, we all rush and we read Surah Yaseen. And that's, the, um, that's what I meant yesterday by the, the weak hadith can save you. So, saying that the hadith is weak, that's a technical term. Meaning that there is something in the chain of transmission of that hadith that lessens the strength of that hadith from the sahih. But it doesn't mean it's throw it away. It's not like when I say, oh man, you're weak. It's not like that. It's a technical term that people of the signs of hadith use. If you see the poster in the back over there, this is the hilya of the Prophet ﷺ, the description of the Prophet. On the bottom, in very big font, it says, لَيْلَاكَ لَيْلَاكَ مَا خَلَقْتُ الْأَفْلَقِ If it were not for you, if it were not for you, I would have not created creation. Which is not a hadith. Right? This is not a hadith, it's just a statement that some, you know, some pious person said in praise of the Prophet ﷺ. But some people, they say it's a hadith. So I would say, no, it's not a hadith, I meaning you can't attribute it to the Prophet ﷺ, but its statement is correct. For sure, if it were not for the creation of Sayyidina Muhammad Allah would have not created all of creation. Why? Because of all of the meanings in that statement. That the Prophet was created, the first of Prophets in creation, the last to be sent, that Adam uh, asked Allah by mentioning the Prophet's name for Taib. All of these things underscore the veracity of that statement. But I can't attribute it to the Prophet 
So when you find a statement that Yasin is the heart of the Quran, okay, it might be weak technically, but that's a good hadith, that's a good statement. Because it makes people run to Surah Yasin. When we go to the graveyard and we bury somebody, we, receive, we read Surah Yasin. When we have difficulties, we read Surah Yasin. Why do we do that? Because this is what the Prophet ﷺ recited on the night of the Hijrah. وَجَعَلْنَا مِنْ بَيْنَ أَيْدِيهِمْ سَدًّا وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ سَدًّا فَأَخْشَيْنَاهُمْ فَهُمْ لَا يَبِسُرُونَ As he left his house, as he was surrounded by the different tribes of Quraysh, the Prophet ﷺ recited that verse through you know, the sand or the earth on the, the heads of the people of Quraysh, and then the Prophet ﷺ just meandered his way out, they didn't see him. So all of those hadith, even though there might be some weakness in it, they come from an, a source that is sound. A source that is sound. So therefore, we should read Surah Yasin, And it's one of those, because of that uh, incident of the seerah, of the Prophet ﷺ reciting that verse from Surah Yasin, this is where the idea comes from, that when we, have, when we have difficulties, we'll read Surah Yasin. So I call it the exam surah. Right? It's the exam surah. This also highlights something else. Yesterday I said, the first question that the Muslims ask is, what makes up Islam? Right? We said, what makes up Islam is Quran and Sunnah. Remember, there's a third thing. What's that third thing? The third thing is the experience that our ancestors had with the Qur'an and the Sunnah. So there's a whole aspect of our faith, faith called Al-Mujarrabat. Things that have been tried and tested. So, Surah Yaseen. You, you'll tell people, you say, oh, you should read it three times, and I know this verse, you should read it three times every time you hit this verse, or you should re- recite this one verse 300 times, and then continue. All of these different schemes of how you read, you've, you've heard of this, right? All these different schemes of how to read Surah Yasin. There's no hadith that says that. But somebody has tried it. And it worked. And they tried something that is sound, which is to recite the Qur'an. So for me personally, this is not my test surah. For me, whenever I had a test, it was لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا وصحة. I really believe in that verse. When I, but I only remember it when I'm like totally stressed. And then I remember, you know what? Allah doesn't give a soul more than what it can bear. Meaning that if Allah has placed this test in front of me, I must be able to solve it. Ya Allah, help me. And I really believe, even tonight, I really believe in that verse. And for me, that works. That's my try and tested verse. That's my test exam. It's not necessarily Surah Yaseen. It's that verse. What this means is we have to develop our own relationship with the Qur'an and the Sunnah. Just like those before us had a relationship. The huge percentage of the Ummah, they migrated to Surah Yaseen in difficulties, we recite Surah Yaseen upon the dead, etc., etc. And we should continue to do that, and in that is reward, and in that there is nothing wrong. Because we have to have a relationship with Allah. How do we have a relationship with Allah? It's through the Qur'an and through the Sunnah. As long as we're not doing something that violates the Qur'an. There's nothing that, you know, we're reading, we're not reading Harry Potter for the dead. We're reading Surah Yaseen. It's Allah's words. There's nothing wrong with that. So there's an aspect of our faith, and this is really where a lot of Muslims trip up. Even a lot of public speakers, they trip up, because they think that if there's something that we have a relationship with, and with has come out of Muslim culture, then somehow it's haram, it's bid'ah, we have to throw it away. Then nothing could be further from the truth. We have to have a relationship. Uh, many chapters later, there will be se- several chapters after each other, they begin with the verse, Hanim. Hanim, Hanim, Hanim. Seven, huh? Six. Or six or? Yeah, one of them is Hanim, Qaf. So if you count that, it's seven. But the ones by themselves, Hanim, are six. There's a hadith of the Prophet, who said, Say Hanim, 
and you will be victorious. And in one of the battles of the Prophet this was their slogan. The Prophet always had some kind of slogan in battle. In one of the battles it was Hamim. Right? So some people, they have a relationship with this word Hamim. And that's why when you read these different awrad or litanies that the awliya write, they put these uh, verses, Yasin, Kaf, Hayyayin, Satasin, Hamim, etc. after another. You know, Sidi Ahmed al-Badawi, Abu Hassan al-Shadi, all of these people, they put these in their litanies. Some of them, they put the verses from Surah Yasin in their litanies. And these are the, the prayers that many of us, I recite them every day. Like the litanies of Abu Hassan al-Shadi has a lot of the verses from Surah Yasin. Where did they get this from? Because this is the relationship that they had with the Qur'an. And I trust their relationship more than I trust my own relationship. So I recite their litanies. That's the idea behind it. So this surah, should encourage us to develop our own relationship with the Qur'an. Because this is the month of the Qur'an. You know, find the verses that you gravitate that sp- the gravitate to- you gravitate towards, that speak to you, that really capture your imagination, capture attention. Ponder them, think about them, recite them in times of difficulty, recite them in times of happiness. And you will find that they will transform you. Because the whole Qur'an is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So of course it will transform us. So just some thoughts about Surah Yaseen. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen.